Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitro Gila Sharmi Tefillah podcast. We continue today in our discussion of the Pirkei Siyum, the chapters of conclusion. We are in Paragimel, the third chapter of the Pirkei Siyum, of the chapters of conclusion. Here, Rabbi Pincus has been discussing the fundamental principle that we're not only supposed to daven on behalf of our own situation, our own distress, our own difficulties, so on and so forth, but we're also supposed to daven on behalf of the Tsar Hashchina, the pain of Hashem, that so to speak, Hashem suffers when we suffer, and therefore it's important for us to realize that as much as we need to daven on our own behalf, we also need to daven on behalf of the Shechina. Rapingas took time to explain to us why that is simple and straightforward, that should be obvious to us, but now we're in the part of the discussion where Pincus explains that even though it is simple and straightforward, nevertheless, we have great difficulty with this. And yesterday, when Rapinkus was discussing this, he mentioned the fact that because Hashem is so great and so amazing, so wonderful, and he lacks nothing, it's difficult to understand what it means that the Shekhinah, that Hashem's divine essence, has pain. Because pain, we usually associate with something which is lacking, and that we don't find when it comes to Hashem. Hashem is limitless, Hashem has everything and anything, so how could it be that he is suffering? Continuing in that theme, Rapinkus writes, So in order to understand this idea, what it means that Hashem is in pain, uh, as if, uh, we have to explain an important principle in Torah. He says the mistake that the many great philosophers that unfortunately, uh, you know, were involved in heretical beliefs, uh, these great philosophers over time, the mistake that they made is that because Hashem is Gadol He is great and He's elevated and He's awesome. He's well above us. He's Lamala Mitfisad Olam. He's completely beyond our grasp. We can't understand what Hashem is. So it can't be that Hashem, which is so amazing and so elevated, would have something to do with us down here in this lowly world. It can't be that you're going to have two realities, a reality that is uh, God and the reality that is us, and that there is no common denominator between the two of us because God is so amazing and wonderful and so elevated beyond us. So how could it be that we have any contact one with the other, that we have anything to do with each other? And with this very same idea, this very same idea that we don't, we can't completely grasp and understand the truth and the perfection and the everlasting nature of Hashem. Because Hashem is so great and so elevated and so much beyond us, they use that as a reason as to why there is no relationship between us and Hashem. Because Hashem is so amazing, because he could do anything, because he's everlasting, that's why we can't have anything to do with him. And the idea that Hashem should be overseeing, or that he should have mercy on us, or that he should feel the pain that we feel, that doesn't make any sense, right? Because he is so uh, uh, grand and so above us, so uh, beyond anything that we could possibly grasp, or comprehend, completely overwhelms us. We can't understand or comprehend why it could be that Hashem would be involved with us or feel our pain, so on and so forth. And if you, also, if you look in Eov, in the book of Job, this was his claim as well. And many of the Psukim, you can see where he's complaining about his suffering. Many of the things that he says while he's complaining are singing the praises of Hashem and how great and amazing and wonderful Hashem is and how. Uh, 
beyond he is. You can see how that uh, develops throughout the book. This was the claim, but also the mistake of Eov. This idea that Hashem is, because he's so great and he's so awesome and he's beyond us, that must mean that he is disconnected from the world down here, that the world down here is sort of doing its own thing, independent of Hashem. Not that Hashem doesn't exist, he certainly exists. Not that Hashem is limited, he's absolutely unlimited, but that's why he has nothing to do what's going on down here. And it must be the world down here, it runs by luck, by chance, it runs by mazalot, right, by the various, uh, you know, astrology, so on and so forth. I don't know the details of all that. That's why a righteous person like Eov, like Job, would go through such suffering, not because Hashem, uh, you know, doesn't exist or isn't, uh, you know, isn't able to get involved, but because he's so elevated, he doesn't care about what's going on down here. Now, obviously, again, we have to reiterate, that is a large mistake. That is not true. That is not how Hashem operates. But that is a mistake that many of us think. We think that Hashem does not care about the minute details of our life, and therefore we can't comprehend why Hashem would care. We can't understand why Hashem would feel, why he would be upset, why he would be hurt, so on and so forth. So we'll have to develop this a little bit further further tomorrow.